Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Michael Calderon Show. We thank you so much for tuning in with us. Uh, this is an Easter weekend special, and uh, today is Saturday, the day before Easter Sunday. And uh, we want to wish you, all of our listeners and supporters, a very happy Easter. And for those brothers and sisters of the Jewish faith, we want to wish you a very happy Passover. Uh, a lot has happened in the past week. Um, I just uh, I just flew in a few hours ago from uh, beautiful San Juan, Puerto Rico, and uh, and I'll be able to uh, to tell you about that trip. I had a wonderful trip and uh, met some some wonderful folks down there. And of course, of course, uh, had some wonderful food. Um, thankfully, when I got on my scale this morning, uh, the scale indicates that I did not gain any weight. So that's <laughs> that is a positive thing I can tell you. And hopefully, it's not fake news or an alternative fact. But um, I'm going to believe the scale on this one because I had I had a great time. Um, you know, Easter and and Passover are generally times of not only holy times, but also times for reflection. It's a time for us to to look back on the previous year and look at different things that have happened in our lives and also connecting us to our own faith and, and to different things about our own life. Um, and also on Monday, this coming Monday, um, is Patriots Day in in uh, Massachusetts. It's a state holiday, Patriots Day. And it's also the day that the Boston Marathon will be taking place. So I want to give a shout out uh, to my childhood friend, uh, Kimberly Pagan, who's going to be running this year in the Boston Marathon. Uh, Kimberly, you have a lot of supporters Um all over the country, because uh, those that went to school with us are all over the place. And I know that uh, everyone is supporting you. So we're looking forward to um, to your victory there. Uh, and, and it's a victory just being able to run. Um, we also, uh, also this week, as you know, um, the U.S. Uh, sent, as, known as the mother of all bombs, to Afghanistan. And uh, they're still uh, tabulating different uh, different information uh, on that um, on that incident that occurred uh, this past Thursday, uh, and we're going to be taking a look at that as well. Uh, and this was done uh, in, against ISIS, quite frankly, um, and uh, it's the first time that it's uh, that it's been used in battle and uh, targeted a system of tunnels and caves that ISIS fighters use to move around freely. Um, U.S. forces in Afghanistan claim that in dropping the U.S. $16 million bomb, they took every precaution to avoid civilian casualties. And uh, on Thursday evening, the Afghan Defense uh, Military Ministry um, said that 36 Islamic State group militants were killed in the attack, and that there were no civilian casualties. The uh, huge blast from the 21,000-pound GPS-guided bomb was likely to be felt by at least 95,000 people and locals. And um, and my understanding is that that number has grown 
has grown quite a bit. But we thank all of our military and civilians that that are working uh, to provide defense for our country. Uh, some of them are listening to the show. Uh, some of them are in outposts throughout the throughout the world, uh, active duty military and civilian employees. Uh, we want to thank you for everything you do um, to protect our country and and to serve. Uh, we really do appreciate that. And um, we're going to uh, we're going to be playing the national anthem uh, in in commemoration of that. And uh, the national anthem by Janine Stang, who uh, has been on this show previously. And when we come back uh, from the national anthem, uh, we're going to be talking in our Be Our Change segment. Uh, we're going to be talking about Three Roses and, uh, and a particular, particular uh, fundraising um, group that's, that's been put together uh, coming to us out of New Jersey. Um, and we're going to have a guest on the show, Sia, who's going to be talking about um, everything you need to know about the three roses. And I, I don't want to give too much up now because I want to give her an opportunity to tell us about that. So let's go to the national anthem. And when we come back from the national anthem, uh, we're going to be talking with Sia, who's going to be telling us about the three roses. Beautiful, beautiful rendition of the National Anthem by Janine Stang. If you have an opportunity, please go to her website, nationalanthemgirl.org. Support her cause. She has sang the, Amer the National Anthem 
in all 50 states and continues to sing the national anthem at various events throughout the country. Um, she, uh, she has been on this show and uh, is a good friend. So please, please go to her website. And if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to her music, uh, you can go to iTunes and download some of her music. Uh, before she, she sang the national anthem, she actually um, uh, sang regular uh, hit music. So uh, you may want to check out her music. I've downloaded her albums. Um, and now we're going to switch uh, over to Sia, who's going to be talking to us. And she's, uh, she's talking to us live right now from New Jersey. Sia, how are you today? I'm well. Thank you, Michael. And you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the time to talk about the Three Roses fundraiser. Absolutely. And what part of New Jersey are you uh, calling from? Uh, I'm in Upper Montclair. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. I feel very lucky to be here. Yes. And tell us about the Three Roses and and your connection to the Three Roses. Um, The Three Roses is a family of three whose surname is Rose, Chris, his wife, Nicole, and their son, Adam. Um, My husband and I own a residential remodeling firm in Upper Montclair, which includes design, build, and Chris is our architect. So we're very concerned and very hopeful that um, this fundraiser will uh, help Chris in his fight against a particularly aggressive form of cancer. He was uh, diagnosed. um, Well, first I should give you a little bit of background. We've known Chris since 1996. He came to us as a carpenter. And it was very obvious he was an incredibly talented carpenter, quickly moved up from carpenter to lead carpenter to project manager, and we found out that he had um, some credits toward an architectural degree. So we figured that it would be to our benefit to pay for him to finish his education and become our resident architect, and he has. He's a a really all-around good guy very sweet, very principled, and very talented. And we have been privileged to know him, to have known him all of these years, and he is an integral part of our company. About a year wow. ago, about a year ago, he was diagnosed with bladder cancer, tried some therapies that didn't work, and underwent a total radical cystectomy. His bladder was removed along with his prostate and uh, surrounding lymph nodes. He was fashioned what was termed a neobladder, where, and this is where I find medicine fascinating. They took a section of his intestine and fashioned a neobladder for him. So he's got a bladder and can eliminate function, you know, normally, and we thought everything was fine. Unfortunately, a couple of the lymph nodes that were removed did come back uh, positive for malignancy, and he underwent chemotherapy. And a few months later, he had a follow-up CT, normal. We were very happy. We progressed normally. And then in December, he had another follow-up CT, and he was found to have suspicious lymph nodes. And in that time, unfortunately, the cancer has spread to his liver and to his bones. Now, Chris, having undergone normal allopathic Western medicine, 
did a lot of research along with his wife, Nicole, and decided that that was not a path he wanted to take to try and fight this stage of his um, disease. So he has opted for alternative therapies. And we all know that insurance companies, and we do provide an insurance uh, a health policy for him, uh, the companies do not at all give any money towards alternative therapies. So um, a, a, a You Caring Fund site was uh, started for him, which raised a bunch of money to help him in the first stage of fighting this disease. Uh, he spent four weeks in Mexico doing alternative therapies, but now since the cancer has spread, they really need more funds to try another type of therapy. And that's where the Three Roses comes in. Three Roses was started by a very, um, a very compassionate lady who was a client and turned into a, a friend. And uh, she asked me, since I've known Chris for so long, if I would do this interview with you to try and uh, see if we can't drum up a little more support for Chris so he can continue his therapies. Right. And, and, and who was who that friend? Uh, Maria Saidi. Okay. Okay. Whose uh, husband is a urologist who has treated Chris and, oddly enough, has also treated me and my son. So it's like full circle here. Yes, yes. And I know Maria. I don't even want to admit how many years I know her. Because oh, I'm going to I'm going like to date that. myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hate to tell you how old I am, but anyway, um, <laughs> the fundraiser Three Roses Maria has started, and what it does is has offered services that people can bid on. We, um, I don't know if you're familiar with New Jersey or Montclair, but we are a very close community who. And we all tend to get together when there is uh, something happening and people need help. So a number of very compassionate uh, businesses in Montclair have donated services that people can bid on. And if a service is not, you know, people would like to help and really don't want a service, for example, they don't live in New Jersey and don't want to travel for a massage or, you know, something like that, um, there is a You Caring, which is one of those, like a GoFundMe site, but it's You Caring. And there is a site called uh, Chris Rose Wants to Crush Cancer. And people can donate money that way, too. Okay, wonderful. And and I have a couple of questions for you. Sure. If you're a listener and, and, uh, and you want to call in and you want to offer support, uh, offer anything, uh, Offer a prayer, offer a service, offer a contribution, or if you want to ask a question, you can call us at 929-477-1785. That's 929-477-1785. And uh, and Chris is how old? Chris is 47. Okay. And his son is 11, so certainly he's too young for this. Yes, indeed. Indeed. And it's one of those things... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's one of these things of, you know, why bad things happen to good people. I mean, he leads a clean life, eats healthy, he exercises, you know, and it's just the luck of the draw. Right. But it sounds like he's got an amazing amount of support there in Montclair. Do they live in Montclair? No, they live uh, in... Sussex County, which is out west, probably 
um, I'd say probably about 40 miles from from Montclair. And so okay. he commutes every day. Though, <clears throat> excuse me, he's obviously has bad days and good days. So he's uh, with the help of the computer and designing on the computer using computer programs. He's able to work from home when he can. Right. So, uh, so that helps. But of course, our our main concern is that Chris get himself healthy. Right. And 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 again, it sounds like he has an amazing group of supporters there in the Montclair area, and well, and you guys all pulling has together. Been, yes, yes, our company has been around for well over twenty five years, and uh, like I said, Chris has been with us since nineteen ninety six, and because of a lot of the you know I I drive down streets in Montclair and I go oh Chris designed this we worked here, uh, our. Our clientele has been incredibly, incredibly helpful. There have been so many donations from people whose lives that Chris has touched, either because he remodeled the kitchen or just because they were very impressed with just what a good guy he is. Wow, that's amazing. And uh, your company, tell us, tell us a little bit about your company. Our company is called Heritage Home Design. It was started in 1989 by my husband, who started as a carpenter. And you'll find that there are not really very many old carpenters anymore. And it came to the point where my husband, my husband's name is Kip, uh, his body was telling him that maybe he should do something different. So since carpentry was pretty much all that he knew, um, he decided, I, you know, I don't want to work for somebody anymore. I'm going to... I'm going to start this company. And he started with just one other carpenter, and it grew. We now have 10 people on staff, including Chris. Before the recession, we had 17. But uh, after the recession, we found we needed to downsize some. And uh, I had always done the books for the company, and um, but on a part-time basis. And as the company grew, it was pretty obvious that we needed somebody to be a full-time treasurer, CFO, if you will. Um, I'm really a Jill of all trades. You know, I went to school (laughs) on a vocal scholarship, which, you know, and I never thought that I would end up reading blueprints, but I can do that because that's part of my job. So uh, you never know where life is going to take you. And I have to say I find it fascinating. Yes, indeed. And, and, uh, and Chris, uh, I guess when he started working for you, what, what was his position there? He was a carpenter. He had dropped out of school, as I think, after about two years and figured that he wanted to do something concrete. He wanted to get his hands dirty. He wanted to really learn uh, not only how to draw stuff but how to build it. And you'll find that really the best architects are ones who have been out in the field because they know what it's like to 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 uh, remodel something or to to build stuff. I mean, you get a lot of architects who are incredibly talented, but they have no idea what it's like to build or even to understand what a project costs. And sometimes to clients, you know, dismay, they've got this great uh, project, pay an architect and then find out they can't afford to build it. So Chris not only has the aesthetic sense, and he has a very fine aesthetic sense, he also has the the knowledge of what it takes. So his estimates are are pretty right on. 
Wow. And and, and I have to say too, uh, I want to acknowledge you and your husband for for seeing the talent in him as well. It was pretty and, hard and not to investing in his future. It was pretty hard not to. It was, you know, eventually we the hope was that Chris would take over the business. And okay. that's still our hope. You know, if he can conquer this and crush cancer, that's still our hope. I mean, right. my husband uh, my, my husband did a very good job of teaching our sons to work with their head instead of their hands. So I have a, an attorney and a, a teacher who has no des- both of which have no desire to work construction. So. <laughs> <laughs> and and tell us tell us about some of the some of the services that uh, that have been um, contributed. Um, to to this fundraiser, tell us about some of those. Uh, we have salons who have uh, offered uh, uh, hairstyling, hair coloring. We have massage therapists who are offering massage. Uh, different artists in town are offering um, pieces of their work, and that's pretty you know pretty much what I know right now. I know that Maria has been very good about uh, trying to solicit work and has been working diligently towards that. But uh, that's pretty much what, you know, the extent that I know at this point. Okay. And uh, and give us the website if uh, if someone is looking sure. to donate or contribute um, or, or, or find out additional information. I know that there's also a Facebook page. The um, Facebook page and- is called, um, it's Three Roses, but to get to that, it, you have to do the little at sign, and it's at bid for Chris, and the three roses um, will come up. Okay, so so if you three- if you want to go to that page on Facebook, you want to look for at bid for Chris. For Chris, B-I-D- all lowercase. All right, B I D F O R Chris. C H R I S. Correct. Okay. And the three and- roses site will come up. And then you can click on, you know, the different services that are there. And certainly anybody who wishes to um, donate or to purchase a service, a uh, receipt will be given so that it's, it's definitely, you know, you get money back for your taxes for your charity donation. Right. And and give us the, the site again The if, if someone wants to contribute financially. It's the uh, website is you caring.com y-o-u-c-a-r-i-n-g.com and uh, you can just put in the information box Chris Rose and the site is Chris Rose wants to tr- crush cancer okay wonderful and, um, and his wife Nicole on that site you caring his wife has been doing a blog to court the you know, to to let people know just what's going on, and and um, as much as she feels she is able to to, and because they're all so grateful for the for the donations and for the love and prayers, she feels that she owes people that to let them in a little bit in what's going on in their lives. Absolutely, absolutely, and and how how has she been handling it from from your well, perspective, it's Nicole? Nicole is a, is a stalwart uh, champion for Chris. 
she has had health problems for the last number of years. It took them a couple of years to to figure out that she has been suffering from Lyme disease. And because it had progressed, she has uh, been fighting severe fatigue and other sorts of, uh, of symptoms. And, um, you know, they finally got her pretty much straight, and then Chris was hit with the cancer. And uh, the stress is beginning to wear her down a little bit, unfortunately. And, of course, they're concerned for their son, who is the light of their lives, very much involved. They homeschool him, so he's pretty much there all the time. And uh, Adam wasn't told of Chris's disease till this last go-around. Oh, I see. I see. Right, because he he is 11, so... Okay. And he and Chris are very close. Okay. And 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 maybe there's something we can also do to uh to help Adam. That I honestly don't know. I um Adam is um a very talented artist. I mean Chris frequently has brought in different um drawings that he, that he has done with Adam. And um, Nicole, Nicole was very much in. She was a vet tech, and um, one of the the people who would go around to schools with different wildlife exhibits, live exhibits. So Adam right. is very much like um, Nicole in appreciating other life forms, and a lot of his drawings are of the different life forms he sees. You know, opossums, iguanas, because the their last uh, treatment was in Mexico. The whole family went and uh, spent four weeks in Mexico, and, and uh, Adam got uh, exposed to the different wildlife in Mexico. I see. I see. Okay. Uh, any other information that you would like to uh, let the listeners know regarding that's pretty, this? Yeah, that's pretty much the whole story. We're all very concerned. Uh, we love Chris a whole lot. And, um, you know, we're praying. Right. Any hope, any help whatsoever, we'd be eternally grateful. Right. And, again, if you want to donate financially, you can go to the website, www.youcaring.com forward slash Chris Rose dash 750772. Or in the search bar, you can just search Chris Rose wants to crush cancer, and that will also come up at the You Caring site. And um, you know, any any uh, any support that you can give to this family, whether you contribute financially or with a service for the fundraiser. The fundraiser is going on through which date? What are the dates? I believe to the end of April. Okay. So through the end of April, and and I'm sure the the You Caring site will continue to be up. Exactly. Okay, wonderful. Well, uh, they're certainly going to be in our prayers. Uh, We'll be donating as well. And, um, you know, anything we can do to help, please let us know. Uh, We really appreciate it. And, you know, um, God bless him. And uh, and we pray that that he'll, he'll receive healing. And uh, and thank you for for all of your hard work to you and your husband. Uh, it sounds like like you've been pretty amazing to the family as well. 
how could we not? Yeah. Really, how could we not be? And, yeah. you know, we do the best we can. And uh, certainly thank you for the time to to publicize this and, and hope that uh, people will open their hearts, their prayers, and their pocketbook because Chris really needs it. Yes, absolutely. And we're going to continue to spread the word. Um, we thank you so much for calling in, Sia. And, uh, you know, anything we can do. And for those listeners that are listening, um, again, we gave you the the website information. Uh, If you want to send a message to us here at the show, you can do it through the show page and we'll forward it. Um, Go on Facebook, uh, like the page, Bid for Chris. Uh, Did I say that right, Sia? It's Bid for Chris, correct? at Bid for Chris. At Bid for Chris. Yeah, at Bid for Chris, correct. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you again, and have a great day. Um, happy Easter to you, or happy Passover, whichever thank whichever you, you celebrate. You. Oh, we're we're mixed. I'm Passover, my husband's Easter. <laughs> okay, so great. So, so we're ecumenical. Both covered. <laughs> we got them both covered. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much for everything that you've done to uh, to help the family. Thank you so really. much for your time, Michael. We appreciate it. Wonderful. Have a great day. You also. Thank you. So again, that was uh, that was Sia talking to us uh, about the fundraiser that they have going on in Montclair, New Jersey, uh, for the Three Roses. So, um, you know, anything you can do to help the family, uh, please, please help. Now is the time. And that that was a great uh, that was a great uh, segment for us on BR change, and you know the, there's also another story in there, and and the other story in there is uh, Sia and her husband, and and I don't uh, I don't know if we got her husband's name, but uh, Sia and her husband who you know started a family business there in Montclair, New Jersey, and uh, became friends with Chris who who started working for them. And, uh, you know, they supported him through a college degree so that uh, he could he could provide a, a, a better service there in their company. So that that's the other story here. And uh, and Sia was certainly very humble and downplayed their part. But, you know, there's a lot of moving parts to this particular story, uh, even with uh, Maria. Uh, Saidi, who who has put together this fundraiser, who I've known for well over 20 years, um, but you know, so so there's a lot of lot of different moving parts in that story, um, which is a really heartwarming story because it it really comes full circle, and you know they've really become they've really become quite a family, quite frankly, uh, when you think about it. Um, so my hats off to Sia and her husband and, uh, and everyone there in this, in this community in Montclair, New Jersey, that's really, uh, pulling together for the three roses. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to adopt that family as well. And, um, and hope that, that you, our listeners will, uh, will be able to help out in some way. Uh, please, you know, help out. Um, Another uh, another uh, story that came to us um, is uh, going back to uh, I was talking about the Boston Marathon and uh, my friend Kimberly Pagan, 
who's going to be uh, who's going to be running. And uh, we all went to uh, elementary school together. That's how long I know uh, Kimberly. And many of our friends that went to uh, elementary school together, we're all connected on social media. And uh, and although some of us don't get to see each other often, um, you know, being able to to share with one another on Facebook and and Instagram and and uh, Twitter and and everything else in social media, you know, you kind of feel like you're still connected and and you get to uh, to keep up with with all the life. Uh, all the the moments you know and and uh, and everything going on in in life and uh, the children and you know who's had a baby and you know whose baby is graduating etc so uh, we've all been been keeping track of Kimberly and um, I tried to get her to come on the show for a quick interview I think she's kind of shy she may be listening I'm trying to guilt her into calling in, but um, uh, regarding the Boston Marathon, which is going to be on Monday, which is a holiday in Massachusetts. It's Patriots Day in Massachusetts, and and I know that because uh, while I was in uh, Puerto Rico, um, I met a gentleman actually yesterday in Isla Verde in Puerto Rico at the Marriott. And he uh, he was traveling from Massachusetts and educated me about Patriots Day and the whole meaning behind it, but also the fact that uh, that's when the Boston Marathon takes place. So uh, interesting story uh, is about uh, wounded warriors that are going to be running back to back in the Boston Marathon. Uh, retired U.S. Army Major Ivan Castro uh, will be running uh, with Carl Hennett, and they'll be running uh, back-to-back marathons to raise awareness uh, for mental health. And, um, you know, that that is, that's a story in itself, quite frankly. Um, the uh, uh, Castro um, has, uh, he's 49 years old and recently retired from the Army after 28 years and has, uh, has com- competed in, in more than 50 marathons and uh, has trekked the South Pole and, you know, climbed Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania. Uh, just amazing, amazing. So uh, he'll be running um, at the Boston Marathon. And uh, that, that's going to be something. That really is. And, uh, and, you know, Boston went through, went through quite a bit, um, you know, with, with the, the bombings that, that occurred at the Boston Marathon. Um, but, you know, they have recovered quite well. And, uh, and I know everyone's looking forward to, uh, to the Boston Marathon. Uh, that's going to be coming up on Monday. And, you know, we, we, we said it before on this show that we don't, uh, we don't support our American veterans enough and our American veterans do so much. Um, Joe Sanchez, who's been on this show uh, many times, um, Vietnam vet, uh, and also, you know, has served in law enforcement a number of years, uh, is coming out with, um, with his other book, his new book, uh, yellow streak. 
And, uh, you know, if you haven't had an opportunity to um, to read any of his books, go to bluewallnypd.com. And uh, we're going to go live now to Joe because I see that he's he's calling in. Joe, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. How you doing? And welcome back from Puerto Rico. I hope you have a you had a great time with your family. I did. I had a great time, Joe. I really did. And and I had an opportunity to uh to start reading uh Nelson Dennis's book, uh, The War Against Puerto Ricans. And uh Great book. Great book. It's great a read. it's a great book. And 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 once you once you uh once you start reading that book, you know, you're in Puerto Rico, uh, it kind of it kind of takes on a whole new meaning. It really does. Oh, yes, it does. It does. I can relate to, to, to it because, you know, I was uh, born in Puerto Rico, um, 70 years yes. old. I was born in 1947, and uh, my family moved to the mainland uh, Back in uh, 51, but uh, it's still my uh, island. I'm proud of being a Puerto Rico, and I'm proud of being a an American and serving for the United States of America in in Vietnam while I was a uh, a grunt, a soldier. Right. <laughs> but but listen, uh, Happy Easter. Uh, you know, uh, this is the day of our Lord Jesus Christ, and Happy Passover to others also. But this is the day, yeah, this is the three days. Uh, yesterday was the day that our Lord uh, uh, gave his life for us, dying for our sins. we got to put it out there. So, right. Uh, let's, you know, hey, this, this world is in bad shape. And yes. uh, sooner or later, uh, God's going to say enough is enough. And he's going to have to take care of business. Right, but, uh, right. But we're still, thank God we're still here. We're still here. In, Absolutely. Uh, and what's going on? Yeah, what's going on around the world? You know, with the uh, North Korea, with this uh, this guy uh, Kim Jong Un, whatever his, however I, or I pronounce his, uh, his name right, it's terrible. And what's happening in Japan, uh, and and especially with this, uh, what do you call it, the mo- the mothers of all bombs that was just uh, right. You know, uh, took care of some business in Afghanistan, but uh, right. No, uh, hey, I'm glad to you know be on your show for a little while and uh, you know maybe you know talking about this. And uh, yeah, I appreciate and, and you. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you putting you know letting people know that you know I got uh, my fourth book is out, Yellow Streak, which is a trilogy. It's a continuation of uh, Latin blues, Red Herring, and uh, of course, uh, Two Blue A Tale of the Enemy Within is my autobiography. So that's a little different book, you know. It tells it all from the Nam to uh, the concrete jungle of, uh, of right. New York City, and I really appreciate. And you know that's you, uh, my favorite. You know that's my favorite. I've said that many uh, times. True blue, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite too. I, you know. Uh, <laughs> well, you lived it. it. <laughs> yeah, and I tell it the way it is, and we have humor. You got to add humor. You got to make the uh, the reader, you know, laugh a bit. You know, it's uh, you know, the good and the bad and the ugly, but. Uh, uh, people will laugh because uh, who, the reader will laugh because uh, I'm a funny guy at times, and whether catching bad guys or not, you got to make it funny. You got to make it interesting. Right. You, you know, not boring. But uh, you know, I right. appreciate the time that uh, that you've given me today again. So, no, uh, absolutely. What and, else? And, yeah. And, and I don't have a copy of Yellow Streak. I will be sending you one. I, I'm going to check, but I'm pretty sure. 
I'm pretty sure that that's the that's the one book I don't have because no, no, the that's last... the one that just came out. You have you have right. read, yeah, that's the one that came out. It'll be on Amazon uh, uh, in a few more days. We're gonna, it'll be posted on Amazon uh, on uh, paperback and uh, Kindle. Uh, so, All right. Well, t- uh, yeah. tell us, tell tell us where Yellow Streak picks up. Well, Yellow Streak picks up with Red Herring, and because we've got a few back, you know, back characters there. We've got not only you know we have a lot of good cops, we've got some bad cops, rogue cops. And when you you know when you finish it and you say, well, wait a minute, this this one sergeant is he going to get away with this? I mean, this is murder. Uh, what about these other two cops who are you know playing games? Uh, you know, uh, as far as uh, people dying, being there for days, and they take advantage of the opportunity of, uh, you know, when they enter the apartments. It's a true story. You know, it's, it's happening. Right. Uh, what's going to happen to these guys? Of course, you know, we finished them off in Yellow Streak, which is, uh, it's, you know, it's a sequel. And it's, uh, it's, it's not, uh, uh, I was, it was going to be my last book, but I was thinking, last night, and I put it out there of writing uh, a fifth book on uh, my experience in the belly of the beast. Uh, you know, I was, you know, I was unjustly terminated from the police department for breaking the police code of silence, and uh, I, uh, I worked for the department, excuse me, I worked as a letter carrier for three years, and then it's 89. I, uh, I went into, uh, I became a correction officer in 89 at the age of 42, and and I graduated from the Harriman Police, uh, excuse me, Harriman Academy, and I, uh, they sent me to Sing Sing, Kaksaki State Prison. But uh, what happened to me when I first entered Sing Sing? I mean, it was, it wasn't easy for a former police officer now, because it's usually the other way around. Usually, correction officers become co- uh, cops. But I spent, uh, I was, you know, with the Port Authority. Right, you, you did it. And, you did it went, in the opposite direction. I did it in the opposite direction. I spent three years right. with the Port Authority Police, and then, uh, which was, you know, I'm proud to have been a Port Authority Police officer. And then, you know, 12 years with the police department, 10 years on patrol, you know, uh, catching bad guys, getting involved in a, a lot of a serious situations, and, uh, you know, working with the first female police officer, Susanna, uh, Susan uh, Medici, who was awarded the Combat Cross for a uh, shooting incident we were involved with. And my other, and my, my other, uh, uh, Five shooting, forty. Uh, my, my other five shooting incidents, but yeah, we're, uh, getting uh, working in Sing Sing, and now you're a CO. I'm 42 years old, and now coming across inmates I had arrested. That's another story, and right. surviving that for two years, and in the end saving an inmate's life. And I was almost stabbed while you know the inmate was being stabbed by another inmate. You're in the yard uh, during yard recreation, and the pandemonium broke out. And uh, that's when I decided to uh, to call it quits. I said, I'm out of here. And uh, I moved to Florida because if I had stayed as a correction officer, I might have had a, a, I could have had a pension now over 25 years ago, but who knows? I, I was running into too many guys that wanted to do me in. Right. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, these are, these are my stories. So I, I'm thinking about writing has, a fifth has, book. Has anybody oh, ever I, said I to call, you? I'm sorry. I want to call, by the way, I want to call it uh, – from street cop to sing sing, I'm, you know, I figured that would be a good name for it. From street cop to sing sing, anybody would think you this cop went to prison, yeah, but not as an right. inmate, as many other right. cops have, or, or but as a correction officer. So go ahead, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. 
Did, did a, a, anyone ever suggest to you that um, you made a mistake in leaving the Port Authority Police Department? Oh, of course. Because that, that was your first Authority department, Port- right? Yes, yes. I worked in the bus. I, I worked uh, about, uh, about a good eight, nine months in the bus terminal, which is on 8th Avenue uh, between 41st and whatever, 42nd Street, uh, 9th and 8th Avenue. And uh, I worked the airports. I worked the PATH uh, train, the train that goes from uh, uh, from Newark to uh, the village. Uh, I worked, the, like I said, the tunnels. But uh, Authority uh, wasn't as it is today. Yeah, it was, there were 1,300 Port Authority police officers back when I went in, 1971, and there's about 18,000 now. And it's a good-paying job. Oh, yeah, those pe- people have told me, hey, listen, man, you made a mistake leaving. No, no, no. Back then, I left in 73. I wanted, you know, things were really pretty bad in the city, a lot of action. a lot. Of, there was, you, you were talking about 2,000 homicides a year, and I... You know, I was a grunt in Vietnam, and I wanted to be a grunt in the city. And, uh, no, I never regretted leaving the Port Authority. And uh, a good job now. They pay well, better than right. the NYPD for sure. But, no, I've never regretted that. I, but, but I, mean, I, I learned a lot. You wouldn't have run the, the, into everything you ran into if you had stayed with Port you, Authority. Oh, yes. Uh, you're right. But who knows? Who knows where I'd be today? But I'm glad I ran into everything I ran into because I was able to uh, uh, help people. I was able to – I caught a lot of bad guys. And I was – the fact that a lot of people came up to me, you know, when I shot the pom-pom bandit who was robbing women in the hallways as he followed them from stores, and I I caught him off duty. I had just finished work. And I – and that's in my story in True Blue. And I I wound up uh, catching him in the hallway as he was – Robbing a gunpoint, a lady he had followed from the supermarket, and I, sh- I shot him. And the lady that I, she thought I was, I was with him. Uh, she was all hysterical, right. but uh, but for her, the later on, thank she thanked me for being there for her. And there were many people that I uh, thanked me for being there. I caught guys that were wanted for homicide. I caught guys that were ready uh, to uh, do damage to a victim. And uh, the victim uh, was so grateful that I was happened to be there. I'm talking about not just on the job, off duty. So no, I right. I, I don't regret that. I'm glad I was okay. there because who knows what would have happened to all these people? That could have been my mother. That could have been your mother. That could have been my mo- a sister, uh, you know, sure. a relative. No, I would never change anything. I would. I'm glad it happened. God has been good to me. I'm, uh, you know, the, the VA has taken care of me. Uh, I'm 100%. The VA takes care of me for the last 20 years. I've got, I get better benefits from than I would have gotten from the NYPD. My, they take care of my wife. Right. Uh, it, it, it's great. Uh, I don't pay for my dental. The NYPD wasn't going to do for that for me. You know? that one thing I, right. uh, one thing I do, uh, I have to say, I was on the sergeant's list, and they took me off the list because they had dismissed me. Who knows? I might have been a lieutenant, or maybe I would have been a captain. But but even if I was a lieutenant, a captain, I'd be leading my men, you know, through the front door. I, I, uh, you're not going to stop me from catching bad guys, you know. Uh, right. You don't see captains or, or, or lieutenants doing that. So who knows? I might have been jammed up again because uh, it wasn't going to stop me from doing my job. And, right. Uh, no, I don't regret it. I don't regret it. It was a blessing in disguise, and I thank the good Lord for it. A blessing in disguise. Only he knows. He sees the whole picture. Oh, sure. He sees the whole sure. picture. 
Mm-hmm. And when are, when are we going to have uh, Susan Medici uh, on the show? Uh, she's she's a very ay ay ay. Tacit is the word. Tacit is a good word. Quiet. She doesn't speak much. She doesn't like publicity. You'll never get her on as far as that, as far as she's concerned. She's a very private person. She is. It would be nice, but she is. Yeah. But. Uh, but I, I worked with her, and of course Herman Velez. Uh, what a partner! I worked with Herman Velez. He was one of, one of the best partners I had. Herman was right there with me. He was never indicted, but he'd spoken up for me. Am I doing my trial? And people thought he had done something wrong, and they locked me up. No, no. Herman has always been there for me. A good backup. Susie was a good backup police officer. Herman was. But Herman was great. I got to give it to him. Herman. Herman. I work with Freddie Roman. In the two five precinct, another Latino Puerto Rican. He was a good, honest cop with narcotics, and right. uh, good cop to work with. And of course, my first partner, Louis Herrera, who passed uh, close to two years ago. He passed uh, away. He lived in Miami. He was he was in Latin Blues, and of course, Latin Blues tells the story of the two police officers back in 1975, uh, Andrew Glover and Sonia Frederick Reddy, who were killed on September 16th. Uh, 1975 on Avenue B in history by by Luis Serrano Velez, uh, a.k.a. Blackie, who uh, uh, was wanted for bank robbery. They pulled him over, and he wound up at 10 o'clock at night shooting and killing these two officers. And uh, I, I tried to hunt him down, and even before that, I knew uh, I had information on what he and his gang members were doing. And uh, and I went to see Louis, uh, when was it? Yeah, I went to see Louis five years ago. And that's going to be part of my the screenplay that's being written for me by actor Eddie Velez. As uh, would start where I went to, uh, yeah, I went to Comstock uh, uh, Lake Meadows Correctional Facility back uh, about five years ago, and I uh, went to see Louis. I went to the visiting room. He came over to me uh, as he came out. You know, you got uh, correctional officers watching. You know, at the visiting room, Louis comes out from the side door. Uh, I get up, he comes over to me, I shake his hand, he gave me a hug, I gave him a hug. And he says, right. and I said to him, long time, it's been a long time, Louis. And he says to me, it's been a long time, Joe. And we sit down. And anybody watching this movie would think, gee, who is this guy visiting this guy in prison? Is he a relative? Or well, boom. And as we sit down and we talk a little, boom, the flashback. We go to the right. cop killing when he killed the two cops. That's boom. That, and you know, the uh, you watching this? Oh wow, this guy's a cop killer! Look, wow, this is Joe Sanchez Picone. You know, back 30, uh, 37, 12. He's the guy that locked him up, and he's visiting him after close to forty years. <laughs> right. And he killed his. And friend. when when can but, we when when can we expect the screenplay? Well, my friend is writing the screenplay now. Uh, Eddie Velez, he's working on the screenplay now. Once we get it, we'll you know that's when we're going to try to get it out there and. Uh, and get it going, and of course, uh, uh, it's going to take a little while. But then I have uh, another friend uh, of, of mine who's uh, also working on the uh, Batch Thirty Seven Twelve, a documentary on my life, where we will film in, in Orlando, and then we will go to the city and film. I'll go up to Washington Heights, Williamsburg section uh, of Brooklyn, and that's uh, that's more of a, a TV series we we would like to get going. Uh, but let me tell you something, Michael. There's a lot of TV series like Bo Diddle. Bo Diddle, I mean, Bo Diddle has, you know, he's running for, for, 
for mayor of of New York City. And uh, but he even told me, Joe, these TV series like Chicago PD, they're fiction, Joe. Your stories, all these stories that you have are true. You went through a lot. That should be a TV series. You know, there's no need to embellish right. a shoot 'em up, Joe. You know, your shootings were real. You actually got a, a shooting incident. You got locked right. up, Joe. You got locked up, and you didn't right. give up. And you become a correction officer. You walk into the belly of the beast. You know, somebody would think, hey, uh, you know, this guy is not all there. He needs to the therapy. No, I needed to take care of my family and get my guns back and my reputation back and remove the stigma right. that the NYPD had placed on me. I did what I did because I had to. But well, that's not that's not to say, but but that that's mm-hmm. still not to say that you don't need therapy, Joe. <laughs> oh, of course, so you're right. You're you're right. No, and I agree. We all need it. We all need it. No, you you're exactly right. You're exactly right. No, are you kidding me? My best therapist is the Lord Jesus Christ, my God Almighty. He's the best therapist I've ha- uh, uh, anybody can have. But of course, you, you're right. You know, hey, am I at least your your Am I at least in your top three? <laughs> yes, because uh, we brought this out before. Before we hang up, I tell you how much do I owe you for this te- for this session. Yes, <laughs> it is good therapy. You have to vent. You got to let it out. Even though people right. see me, I write late at night. I, I don't go to bed till three o'clock because I'm writing stories. And people, I'm, I'm sure some people doesn't this guy sleep? You know, can he forget about this? I know this? you're you're, no, you're, you're actually one of you're one of the few people I know that I can email at like. One thirty, two o'clock in the morning, and actually get a response. <laughs> yes, even three o'clock, even three o'clock. Right. I've been known to get even four. It depends how I feel. But as long as I get my seven hours sleep, my my wife is great. She lets me sleep, and but right. it's it's therapy, and 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 I I just love to write stories, I mean, especially when they're, they're true stories. So like both right. people say, Joe, they should you know they sh- they should make a TV series, but but it, but again, listen. It, it's who you know. It's it, and remember, I always bring the subject up. Of, it's it's hard for Latinos to get noticed. It is, right? You know, I always and what's, ha- what's happening you know? with what's happening with Bo Deedle right. now? I well, he I, uh, he's got a situation now. I, I, he got some bad publicity. I just spoke to him. I spoke to him uh, about uh, what was it, about an hour and a half ago? Was it two, almost two hours ago? I spoke to him the, the, uh, about some back, owing some taxes, back taxes. Uh, and he's, you know, he explained it to me, and uh, he says, "Hey, hey uh, everybody goes through a lot of bad situation, but uh, I took care of that. But now I'm getting bad publicity from the news. From my, don't forget, his the uh, his foes, the, his enemies uh, are going to throw everything at him now. I mean, that's, right. that's, that's that's politics. That's the way it works. So, so that but that situation him, with the with, with the back taxes that that's already been resolved." Yes, as as far as I know, as far as he told me, that's where uh, it has been resolved. But they're okay. throwing it at him, you know. That they're throwing it at him, and they're gonna. But again, it, it's look what they did with Trump. Right. I mean, that's uh, politics is dirty. It it it. Oh yeah. Just uh, it, you try running and see what it, 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 how uh, they're gonna look into your from the time that you were born. If they can find anything on you. It's, Politics is so dirty. I mean, uh, I oh, would I not be a politician, but yeah. I, I, I wish it was. Matter of fact, I'm going to get together with him. So, Joe, well, next time you're in New York, we're going to get together. We're going to go out for dinner, and uh, you know, we'll take some photos and uh, and you know, have a good time. 
have a good time. And he is writing a letter for me. It's uh, he says he's uh, he's going to write a letter in support of a of a uh, TV series that uh, you know we're, we're we're trying to produce, and hopefully it'll come you know to fruition. And it's it's it, you know it's not easy, not easy. Right. I don't have the entree, the entree, the connection, the rabbis that a lot of these other people have. You know? Right. And I always say you know. Uh, it's hard for us Latino, you know, and I say, uh, if I was, uh, and I'm, I, my name is Jose Manuel Sanchez Picon, to my mother's name, Picon, and I'm not going to change my name so somebody can go up and say, hey, all right, come on, you know, change your name so uh, you, you can get what you want. A lot of Latino actors have done that. I'm not going to do it. It's right. my name. And Picon right. is my name. Picon is my name. But yeah, that's that's what's been happening here. That's what, you know, okay. So I, I thank you for ha- thank you for you know giving me the opportunity to 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 vent again for this therapy. <laughs> and how much how much do I owe you for today? <laughs> hey, you you're always welcome on the show, Joe. You know that. You know I, that. I appreciate that. I know that. I know that. And I'm going to make and, sure. And I'm going to tell everybody. Hey, listen. You got to tune in today to this radio show. You know, and, right? And, and, and you know, you had a good lady there that, uh, for a good cause, and God bless her. God bless her uh, for what you know she was talking about, and and and, uh, and I hope she does yeah, get and, support and, that. that you... Go ahead. Yeah, and 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 you know what I was saying. Um, I, I don't know if if you were already on when I was saying it, but you know, there, there's another side to the story in that you know. Aside from the fact that they're uh, working on on raising, you know, um, funds for for the three roses, um, the -hmm. other side of the story is, is, you know, the things that um, that her and her husband have done um, Mm -hmm. to really to really embrace this family, because, I mean, to to support, you know, to support his college education. I mean, they they've pretty right, much right. taken him. They've taken him in as a son. Right, right. Quite frankly, can, yeah, you yeah. Know. can you do me a favor and send me the, the so I can donate something? Seriously, just you know, yeah. make sure I get that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Send me an email on that so I can click on their website and and and, and send a donation. I will do that. I promise. Yeah, absolutely. I promise. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, let let me give out the website again just so people have it. Okay. It's www youcaring.com and then you type in in the search bar Chris Rose wants to crush cancer and mm-hmm. um, it's for Chris Rose in Blairstown, New Jersey mm-hmm. and the organizer mm-hmm. of that is his wife Nicole Rose and mm-hmm. they, they've already had 305 donors so they have raised wow. $44,758 Wow. Which that's phenomenal. That yes, is phenomenal. Is. I mean, uh, you know, it's a ter- terrible illness that that he's dealing with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, we wish them we wish them the very best because it's not easy. It's not easy for a young family, you know, to go through that. It's a very tough. Not at very all. tough time. Not at very all. tough time. Not at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, and and I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to be looking forward to uh, to my copy of um, I, Yellow Streak. 
yellow streak. And like I said, you know, it, uh, it, it continues with red herring. Uh, and, then, and, of course, you'll probably say, hey, I've read this in this other, uh, you know, but I read this in uh, red herring a little bit, or I read this in, in true blue. But don't forget, everybody doesn't buy or read every one of my books. Right. So, 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 so it helps to tell, you know, uh, the true story, similar stories of what happened to me in true blue. Or, or red herring. Right. You, you, you understand what I'm trying to say? Right, and, right. Uh, yeah, but I, I, yeah, it's 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 300 something pages, and uh, you know, take your time reading. And if not, just just put it on the shelf and say, hey, I got Joe's Latin Blues. I have True Blue. I tell of the enemy within, and I have Red Herring, and I have Yellow Street. And remember, there are four other, three other books called. Uh, uh, True Blue, but mine has a subtitle. So when people are looking for my book, they have to put the subtitle, True Blue, A Tale of the Enemy Within. And they can go on my website, www.bluewallnypd.com, and see for themselves. A lot. I, it's a great website of uh, photos right. of Vietnam that I have of other soldiers and Marines and the NYPD. It's a good, it, it's a good website. And remember, also, you know, they can check my biography and by, uh, uh, they uh, Google uh, Joe Sanchez, NYPD, and they can read my biography, and also Batch 3712. And I'm proud to, uh, right. to be on the list of the NYPD notable police officers. I'm, I'm, right. I'm glad. Also, uh, uh, with the uh, the Puerto Ricans that have written books, been in, a, in the military, I, I'm also, uh, uh, they also have a, uh, um, uh, a, a my name and photo in there, too. So, uh, hey, I've done okay. I, I, I've done okay for a guy that, uh, you know, what can I say, went through a lot. I have to. I did go through a lot. You know, I'm not bragging. Right. I'm not trying to be braggadocio, but I did go through a lot. And it's, it, it's time that, yeah. And uh, Because don't forget, if if I don't promote, who's going to do it for me, Mike? Right. Who's going right. to do it for me? Well, it's, it's, it but you know, years. Joe, it's it's not only what you went through, but it's it's what your family went through as well. Oh yeah, my poor boys. They weren't uh, in the beginning. Mean, they were. You know, I, I didn't want to come out of the they house. They had to go through a lot. When I, yes, when I got indicted and arrested and I hit the newspaper later on, of course. Uh, hey, they. Uh, the newspaper picked it up. Injustice scale. Super cop. Look what they did to this cop. Jurors writing letters on my behalf. I had two congressmen writing letters, giving back on the job. I uh, had Charlie Johans dropping the charges. I'm sorry this happened to you. Yeah, but in the beginning, uh, I didn't want to come out of the house. My wife was the one that said, "Come on, Joe, we got to go shopping." I was embarrassed. I right. was embarrassed what people thought of me. You know, they had me. They had me like this broke cop who was who was ripping off drug dealers. Yeah, there are cops who rip off drug dealers, of course, to this day. To mm-hmm. this day, but your average police officer is a good, hardworking person. Right. They, they are, but then you'll have right. those, you know, like any other profession, whether you're a judge, a, a lawyer, a teacher. Yeah, you have bad ones, but it was hard for me, and my, and my kids had to go to school. You know, right, and, right. Uh, but but they knew better. I told my kids, my kids knew how to take care of themselves. You know, you don't talk to me bad. You know, I take care. You know, they were like me. I didn't let nobody push me around. But they had good friends that understood. But that, but I remember those were the bad days, and uh, and I'm here to talk about it. And if, is Frank Serpico going to support me? Oh, and I know Frank Serpico. You know, I I uh, visited him, my wife and I, and 
And Frank, and I'll tell you the truth, all of a sudden I'm getting publicity and Frank doesn't want to know me anymore. And God right. bless him, he's 78 years old. And all of a sudden, because Susanna B. Troy mentions that I was the Hispanic cervical, uh, uh, I didn't, I, you know, she felt bad. She should have said, you know, I shouldn't use that because this guy didn't like it. I didn't call myself that. I didn't call myself a super cop. I didn't call myself the arrest machine. It was no space right. that did that. I don't go around doing that. I, I didn't put myself right. on Wikipedia. They did it for me, the office. So, uh, no, my yes, my family suffered a lot. and uh, But uh, I was always strong. And even while I was uh, uh, suspended, I had two jobs, working for home security as a, you know, as, as a supervisor, security uh, as a security guard, a supervisor, and then guarding uh, a, a millionaire's home uh, down uh, at Southern Place on 59th Street near the bridge. I thought it was, it's like watching a movie. Um, I was just indicted, and three weeks later, you know, I was indicted for burglary in the first degree, and, three, and I'm guarding a, a, a millionaire's home who's in Europe, and my job is to make sure nobody breaks in. I mean, how ironic. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm still on the indictment. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still on the indictment. I, I, I right. lived in his house for 16 hours a day until uh, the mate uh, came in and took over or, or, or another or correct, uh, correct, uh, another security guard came in to relieve me. But I would, I, I'd, be, I'd be saying to myself, I'm here guarding this millionaire's house, making sure that nobody burglarized it because they, bro- they try, you know, they cut the right. wires. And home security has me here guarding it, making sure. And I've been arrested for burglary in the first degree. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. I had tears in my eyes. Seriously, I said, Lord, this is ironic. I mean, I had tears. I couldn't believe it that the NYPD would do this to me, betrayed me. And they did. The bad boys. Because I wore a wire and I went, I wore a wire and went out and got information from some bosses. Because of that. Well, that's why people need to need to read your autobiography true blue a tale of the enemy yeah, within that, yes, because, yes, because that's all there it's all there it's all there and mm-hmm. and you know earlier earlier you were talking about um your gratitude um with it being easter and um you know just myself talking about it and and reflecting on mm-hmm. on the past year and, and everything that's taken place in our lives. And, you know, when, uh, when we had Monica Quintero on, uh, who's a reporter from a Fox news affiliate in, uh, in Texas. Um, I got to send you a book. You know, she wants true blue. It's only going to be within. I got to send her a book. Yes. And, um, you know, she's a lot with BR change and the website BR change. Um, and, and there's a Facebook page now, BR change, and it's about promoting positivity and positive news because you know we hear we hear so much about about negative news and now mm-hmm. you know um she has she has devoted a, a bunch of time and and personal money and efforts to to really work on getting people to to really be a part of that movement. I'm going to call it a movement, which is be our mm-hmm. change and, and really get people to, to promote positivity and, and positive stories. Um, mm-hmm. and, and what we did, uh, 
you know, I promised her that on this show we would start um, we would start a segment entitled "Be Our Change," and and that mm-hmm. uh, the story we talked about with the three roses was perfect, perfect for that story. Um, mm-hmm. But the website is up now, so the website is up, and uh, and the website is www bbeourchange.org and uh, it was uh, founded by Monica Quintero uh, who has been on this show and, and if, if you missed it I urge you to, uh, to go to the show page and you can listen to any of our previous shows um, because she really is doing a lot on here uh, she's, she's posting on this page posting on the Facebook page, uh, posting on the Twitter page as well. Um, and it's all about positive and inspirational messages. So um, I really hope that uh, that folks can really start following the page. If, if you're on Facebook, please start following Be Our Change um, and follow her, her public page, Monica Quintero. Q-U-I-N-T-E-R-O. Um, I'm really, I'm really enjoying being a part of, of BR change and adding that segment to our show. And I've been, uh, I've been assisting with, with some social media stuff uh, for BR change. Cause I, I really believe in it. I, I, you know, so many people, Joe, that I, that I talk to, and I'm sure the same for you. And I'll mention something that I've heard in the news and they say, you know what? I don't even listen to the news because it's so depressing. That's what Mm -hmm. I hear from people, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and the reality is, you know, there are a lot of positive stories going on out there. We just need to promote them. We need to promote those things, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and now, uh, you know, I'm calling upon the listeners and, and everyone out there. Now is the perfect time, right? Tomorrow's Easter. We'll be celebrating um, Jesus Christ and when he rose up. And, and, for those of, and for those of the Jewish faith who are celebrating Passover. Um, Amen. You know, this is a time for us to, to, to be committed to changing and to, and to, to work towards positivity and and loving one another you know and and this is this is the time you know you don't have to like somebody but you can still you can still love them and um um that is that now is the time to do that now is the time to to take on that commitment you know if 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 you want to if you want to walk in this world like Jesus Christ did. And if you want to walk in this world like other great people have done, then now is the time for you to change. And and this is the perfect opportunity for you to start on on being positive and and practicing, you know, practicing what you preach and and practicing love and acceptance, you know, and, and, and it can be really freeing. Um, 
and, and a sign of maturity to understand that you don't need to respond to everything someone says. Um, because I, I see too many people get getting worked up, particularly on social media. Um, a lot of people have lost friends on social media because of, you know, lost people that were friends because of social media. Let me clarify that. So people that have known each other for years, I've seen them have horrible, horrible arguments uh, over politics, over religion, you know, all the things that we say people shouldn't shouldn't discuss with with uh, with family or friends to avoid problems. But, you know, now is the time to kind of start a new chapter, you know, um, and, and it reminds me, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago we had on Danielle Morgan, who uh, was a police officer with the Metropolitan London Police. Um, I missed seven that years. one, uh, Mike. I, I I missed that one. I did tune in today. I, I would have loved to, have, uh, you know, called you, but I was away, and uh, that, that that was a good show. And uh, you know, I would have loved to say hello to her. And uh, yeah, well, you know, we, we, we can we can always invite her back. Um, mm-hmm. I I I, uh, I I do wanna I do wanna talk to you uh, offline about getting her a copy of True Blue. Because I think okay. I think she'll she'll enjoy it mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, just let, yeah, let, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, definitely. Yeah, she. I mean, you, she listen, was a fabulous. She was a fabulous guest on the show. And, and she sings. And, she's, a, she's an entertainer. Yes, and 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 she's a beautiful singer, and um, mm-hmm. you know she works very closely with with John John Merrigan, and um, mm-hmm. they they have done some phenomenal work. Um, they're a great couple. They have a great family, and she still has the cop thing in her. I can tell from talking to her. Mm-hmm. She still has. She still got that little itch in her uh, <laughs> for law enforcement. But yeah, I, I would have you know, to uh, talk to her. I would have put her in touch with uh, my friend John John Brown. He he wrote uh, uh, <clears throat> Into the Dark, and uh, he lives in Ireland. And uh, his story is a fascinating story as well. A well, let's have him on the show, and we'll invite her at the same time. Hey, I can reach out to him. I'll send him yeah, an email. Yeah, reach out to him, John Brown. And and yeah, into and, the and we'll, Great, great, great read. Go ahead. Yeah, and and, and we'll we'll uh, we'll invite Danielle Morgan to uh, to tune in as well. So what I want to do, because it is uh, Easter weekend, and tomorrow is Easter, and again, I want to wish all of our listeners. A very happy Easter. Uh, remember the reason why we commemorate Easter, and you know it's a tough weekend because it's it's kind of like bittersweet. You know we have Good Friday, and mm-hmm. you know we go from the crucifixion to the rising, and um, you know so uh, uh, for for many it's it's a very emotional weekend. And and I saw that quite a bit down in Puerto Rico, uh, because I spent mm-hmm. Good Friday in in Puerto Rico. Mm. Uh, so it was mm-hmm. amazing to see to see how mm-hmm. how they how they truly um, honor and respect Good Friday in Puerto Rico. It's really really something. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I want to do is I, w- I want to play a clip from Danielle Morgan, "No Trace of You," which 
when you listen to the words, talks about the old person you were and the new one to come. And I think it's mm-hmm. it's very fitting at this time. So we're going to go I, to I, a clip. Yeah. Can I say something real fast? Uh, hopefully we can yeah. bring back uh, uh, Doc Papa. Doc Papa, who went through a lot as a police officer also. He was on his show. We can bring him on yes. again one I would day. Lo- I'd Papa. love to have Doug back on. He's great. Doug, He's Doug, great. Doug was he, – he is fabulous. I uh, He went through a lot as a police I, I officer. Hope, I hope great... every week, every week when we do the show, I'm, I'm always uh, hoping that he'll call in because okay, uh, I really enjoy – I really enjoyed having him on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've had some right, great so, uh, guests. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, we're going to go to a clip now, No Trace of You by Danielle Morgan. My dream is my destiny 
There's No Trace of You by Danielle Morgan. What a fantastic voice. And an appropriate, appropriate song um, for us to be playing uh, as we as we celebrate Easter weekend. Joe, Joe, did you are you there, Joe? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I just, oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, I just want to thank you again for you know having me on on the show again and and all the blessings. To all to everybody. And, uh, Absolutely. And thank you. Thank you for all your support over the years and your friendship. It really means a lot. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, I'll be leaving you now. Okay. And, uh, and give give my love. And... Give my love to Lorraine. I will. I will. I'll and ask her what kind and... of love is this? <laughs> By Joey D. <laughs> yeah, by Joey D. That's right. We had Joey D. of the Starlighters. Right. And you've had some interesting guests. <laughs> uh, but uh, keep, keep, uh, continue what you're doing. Talking to, uh, you know, again, uh, another day or, you know, uh, chatting via the email. Sounds you're, good. You got a good you're, Yeah, you're a good guy. You're a good guy because I only hang out. With good guys, and you know that. Well, thank you, Joe. And you know that. Yeah. You and maybe one much. day we'll have Frank Serpico. One one day Frank Serpico will he and I will be friends again. Uh, I, I I pray for him. I wish him the best. He was a uh, he was an honest cop, uh, and uh, we just you know for some reason you know he he, he broke off with me you know. But uh, I'm willing. Right. I have my my doors are open. My doors are open. Who knows? Maybe one day we can get him on the show. How's that? That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be great. I remember oh, when you yeah, got him to autograph a book for me. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, he, Years uh, ago, I remember? His, uh, yes, yes, yes. So, something happened that he just, you know, uh, didn't like. And if I if I offended him, then let me know. I'll apologize. Right. Let me know. Right. right. I'll apologize. He is a good guy, an affable guy. You're with him, you'll have fun. You know, he's a, he's a good guy uh, to be around. So... So right. If you have a, here's this. Hey, Frank. Hey, Paco. Be friends again because uh, hey, we're getting old, and who knows when the good Lord is going to call us home. That's right. So uh, that's who knows right. when it'll and be time for you to rise up. <laughs> th- that that's right. That's right. And I pray that uh, many of us will be, you know, will be going to heaven. We we'll meet right. again. Right. And only the good Lord knows. So that's uh, right. Again. Yep. Hey, this. Uh, I'm gonna go out now and and go with my wife and just walk around for this. And we're gonna have a nice, pleasant uh, Easter uh, Easter day uh, come uh, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. I'll be officiating a wedding this evening over on Fisher Island. Oh, okay, so good, good, I'm, good. I'm looking you're forward well. to that. Yeah, you're doing well. And again, friend. I want to okay. give out the website BR Change www.brchange.org and also uh, if you're interested in Danielle Morgan's music go to daniellemorganmusic.com you can also download her music on iTunes or you can go to her website that's daniellemorganmusic.com um, I know for future shows we have, we have some special guests that, that have agreed to come on the show 
Um, so uh, we have Sarah Turner, who's a country music star. Uh, she's agreed to come on the show. Uh, we're just working out the details as to as to when she'll be on, and um, and some others as well. So thank you so much for tuning in this weekend, this Easter weekend. Uh, again, wishing you and your family a very happy Easter. And for those celebrating Passover, a very happy Passover. And again, take this opportunity to really reflect and uh, think about the past year and think about the year to come and, and how you can better serve, how you can better serve our Lord, how you can better serve the people, how you can better serve the community, and how you can better serve and be better stewards of all. So I thank you so much for tuning in. You've been tuned to the Michael Calderon Show. If you have an idea for a show or want to be a guest, please contact us through the, uh, through the show page at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Michael Calderon Show. The phone number, if you ever want to call in, is 929-477-1785. Again, that's 929-477-1785. We've had Joe Sanchez with us. Uh, He's an author, uh, former law enforcement officer, and uh, U.S. Army veteran, Vietnam veteran. Uh, If you want to go to his website, it's www.bluewallnypd.com. You're going to want to get a copy of his newest book, Yellow Streak, which is a trilogy. Um, So you're going to want to get the other books as well. Um, But my favorite, again, is his autobiography, True Blue, A Tale of the Enemy Within. And again, his website, bluewallnypd.com. And I think, you know, I think we're going to to take us out today. We're going to we're going to bring on Joey D with What Kind of Love, because I've been singing the song in my head for the past few days, so I knew it was time. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and have a great weekend. Amen. What kind of love is this that makes me want to jump and shout? I want to know. What kind of love is this that turned my heart inside out? Is that a cheat that feeling that I have inside? Something overwhelming that I just can't hide. I wanna know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, tell me. Oh yeah. What kind of love is this? What kind of love is this? What kind of love is this that haunts me every day? I wanna know. What kind of love is this that makes me say the things I say? Well, I'm walking around and grinning with my head in the air. People think I'm crazy, but I just don't care. I want to know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. tell me. Oh, yeah. What kind of love is this? What kind of love is this? Well, I feel like a man in outer space. I'm acting like a psycho case. Hey, girl, stop this feeling. Look at me. You got me rocking and a reeling. Yeah. What kind of love is this? Ah, they kicks me up so bad, I want to know, what kind of love is this? Yeah, my situation is sad, well I just can't understand it, it just ain't real. No, no one has ever felt the way I feel, I want to know, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh tell me, oh yeah, what kind of love is this?
Love it. 